0: Welcome to Two Bees in a Podcast, brought to you by the Honeybee Research and Extension Laboratory at the University of Florida's Institute of Food and Agricultural Sciences. It is our goal to advance the understanding of honeybees and beekeeping, grow the beekeeping community, and improve the health of honeybees everywhere. In this podcast, you'll hear research updates, beekeeping management practices discussed, and advice on beekeeping from our resident experts, beekeepers, scientists, and other program guests. Join us for today's program, and thank you for listening to Two Bees in a Podcast.
1: In this episode, we are doing a special episode about the American Beekeeping Federation Conference and Trade Show for 2022. We have Kent Pergorsh, a board member and conference committee member of the American Beekeeping Federation, here to talk to us today. Enjoy this episode of Two Bees in a Podcast. Welcome to this special segment of Two Bees in a Podcast. Today, we are joined by Kent Pigors. He is a com- He's on a bunch of committees, actually. He's a co-chair of membership and marketing. He is on the conference committee, and he is a board member of the American Beekeeping Federation. And today, what we're going to be talking about is we're going to kind of highlight the 2022 American Beekeeping Federation Conference and Trade Show. Um, Kent is going to tell us a little bit more about the trade show, when it is, where it is. I'm really excited to discuss this because the ABF trade show is kind of the first conference that I had gone to, and I loved it. I love talking bees. I love going to conferences, and I love meeting beekeepers from all over the nation. And so, Kent, thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Thanks for asking us, and thanks for uh, giving us the opportunity to talk more about ABF conference.
1: Yeah. So before we kind of get into the conference, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself, um, you know, your experience beekeeping and, and I guess your involvement with the American Beekeeping Federation?
2: Sure. Uh, Well, I've been keeping bees for, this is my, this has been my 45th season keeping bees and I've uh, fluctuated back and forth up and down in colonies as my career has allowed. Um, Right now I'm a sideline beekeeper with about 400 colonies and I run them for honey production in Wisconsin. And uh, they go to almonds for pollination, which helps keep my operation sustainable. Don't have to buy as many bees every spring to replace dead deadouts that happen up here in this cold Wisconsin um, climate we have up here. And we sell most of our honey through a, a store we have in Wapaka here, which we've had for about 34 years. We have a storefront that's dedicated to uh, honey and honey products, and so it's a great way to educate the, the
1: public. I love Man. that you say that yeah. you're <laughs> sideline beekeeper with 400 colonies, uh, you know, here in Florida, that's considered a commercial beekeeper.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It kind of fluctuates what people consider sideline and, and, and commercial. Um, but I, uh, I still
0: consider myself sideline because I have so many other irons in the fire. Yeah. I was listening to all, you say all of that. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, that's just really cool. I like that idea that he's, got 400 colonies and he's selling his honey directly at a, at a store we we need to talk to you about all that kind of from a sideline perspective i know we've got you on to talk about the american beekeeping federation conference but man it really sounds like what you do as a beekeeper is pretty cool as well so you know kent we we do have you joining us because there is an upcoming american beekeeping federation conference and trade show in 2022 it's uh, january five through eight at the South Point Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. And you know, Amy and I both work for the University of Florida. We are absolute believers in education. Um, we, We feel that education is important not just for us, it's important for beekeepers as well. So I've always strongly encouraged any beekeeper from hobbyist all the way up to commercial beekeeper to be involved in their local, state, and national beekeeping clubs. And now here you are representing the American Beekeeping Federation. Every January, the Federation has a, a conference and trade show, it brings beekeepers together. But we're specifically wanting you to talk a little bit about this ABF conference, its history of ABF conferences, and then we'll follow up with some more questions specifically about the one that's forthcoming, You know, here in about a month.
2: Sure. Well, the ABF has been around for over 75 years and their annual conference has always been an important part of, of, of their organization because it brings beekeepers of all sizes together, which is one of the really cool things about ABF is that, is that we have um, a representation for hobbyists, sideliners, package bee and queen producers, um, honey producers and packers and the commercial industry. So we're all on the same boat together. And these conferences are great because they bring all these people together in January and it's a great opportunity for you to learn from, from fellow beekeepers, to, um, to learn from great speakers uh, in, our, in our conference with speakers that we've organized. But part of the, the fun part about it is between the meetings and the presentations is getting together in the hallway with other beekeepers and, and uh, getting to you know, catch up with old friends, meeting new friends. You get to uh, do some business in the hallways and you get to ask questions of some of the very best beekeepers in the, in the country and the world at these conferences. Um, it's, it can really be a life-changing experience. Uh, if you've never attended one of these conferences, it really opens up the whole world of beekeeping to see that it's not just local, that you have so much in common with people all over the country and all around the world.
1: Yeah. I remember my first ABF meeting and I felt, I felt so overwhelmed by all of the people that I was surrounded by. And, you know, as you mentioned, there are different beekeepers from all over the nation, just from different sized operations and so it's really fun to kind of pick people's brains of what's going on you know what were some of the struggles that you had some of the challenges that you had this past year um you know and and it's fun to hear what people view and see about kind of the future of beekeeping so that that's a lot of fun um so how many people normally attend the conference
2: typically we have attendance of uh, between say a thousand to twelve hundred people and um you know it goes up and down depending on the locations we move it around the country some years it's on the east coast west coast and then in the southern states and then every decade or so we have one conference in the northern tier states which the people from warmer climates always kind of gumble about but it's uh, an opportunity to get people from the northern climates who uh, can't travel as far to attend also
0: and I'm, I'm going to add to that i know that we have a very large you know international following here for two bees in a podcast and i've also been the to the federation meetings in the past And, you know, our federation meeting, among other meetings that we have here in the U.S., also includes a lot of beekeeper information that would be relevant to international audiences. And I know, again, we're focusing specifically on the federation here in this case. But, you know, again, I I just want to put a plug out there. If you're a beekeeper listening to two bees in a podcast, you need to be involved in your local your regional and your national beekeeping clubs. Number 1, it's just fun. Number 2, it's educational. Number 3, it helps you network with beekeepers to improve your beekeeping operations and it's just really a cool thing to do. So, can't, you know, specifically back to the ABF meeting. I know it's a big meeting. You know, you just mentioned how many folks attend the the conference and you get beekeepers of all sizes, but you know, there's a lot going on at these meetings. You know, there's this group and that group. Could you could you tell us about the groups involved, the sessions involved? What beekeepers can expect if they attend uh, this particular meeting?
2: Absolutely. Um, one of the things that has impressed me from the very first
0: meeting I ever attended was
2: how well organized these conferences are. the the The, the presentations are well organized. They're 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 not too long. They're very concise and well organized so that you're not listening on and on and on to the same thing over and over again. They have an app that's available when you arrive that you can download to your phone that you can then choose which presentations you want to attend or at least want to be aware of when they are going on. So if you're involved in one conversation somewhere, you can always be notified in your phone that this presentation is going to take place in a few minutes to get over there. But you can go from one presentation to another, to another, to another, and at certain times of the week, we have multiple presentations going on, so you can choose from something that might interest you as a hobbyist, a sideliner, or a commercial beekeeper. We always try to have an, a, um, an assortment at any particular time so that you don't have to um, have to uh, be bored, and if there is something you, that you don't want to attend or a time when you don't want to attend something, you know, the time in the hallway talking to other beekeepers is, is so valuable and so much fun, and that's just another big benefit of coming. But we have, for example, on the general sessions which take place on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday morning, and those are when our keynote speakers um, give their presentations, and that's always one of the highlights of our conference. Uh, And those, for example, this year vary from uh, Dr. David Tarpey giving a presentation on what's going on with our queen production in the United States, the quality of the queens, uh, to Dr. Ellis talking um, also about what you know, his specialty is and, and also um, Dr. Judy Wu Smart talking about insecticides and their effect on bee colonies. So those are like the highlights, the main presentations of the week. But then we also have um, other round tables going on, panel discussions going on. On Saturday, it's fo- we focus on workshops um, that you can get kind of hands-on training or there's smaller venues where you get, you get involved with the presenters asking them more questions. Um, there's just so much going on at any one point in time. There's never, never a second to be bored. You move from one thing to another, to another.
1: That sounds like so much fun. I'm, I'm really excited. And I know, as you mentioned, Dr. Ellis is going to be one of the keynote speakers. Um, you know, maybe we could do a two bees in a podcast Q and a segment, uh, recording during one of the sessions, but we can talk about that later. So Ken, how would people or where, do, where does one go to find the information for signing up for ABF?
2: Yeah, the uh, American Beekeeping Federation's website is abfnet.org. And if you go to abfnet.org, there's a link to the conference and all the information is there the schedule, information about the exhibitors. Uh, registration, um, the hotel, all the information you might need to sign up is at that site. And as well as other things, like if you want to enter in the honey show, our honey show is a, is a big part of the conference hall. So we have a honey competition that has 12 categories for honey, uh, three for beeswax and a gift basket uh, category. And, and that is uh, judged on Friday afternoon. And that honey is auctioned off Friday night, which is a fundraiser for our American Honey Queen program. Um, we have a lot of generous donors who bid some exciting prices on those award-winning honeys. And kind of the cool thing about the honey show, just jumping onto that for a second, is we have a lot of people who come for the first time and enter their honey in the honey show, and they end up winning very high top awards on their honey, which then just turns them into becoming an addict for attending honey shows on the national level, the state level, and even the county level, which is good all around for the promotion of honey and, and raising awareness of the honeybee.
0: Well, Ken, you're a good ambassador for this, so I, I feel like we've got, gone over this and you've really given a lot of good reasons for folks to attend, but I, I'll just kind of ask for, for a summary statement here. So ultimately, given everything that you've said, why should beekeepers attend, right? Why would, why would beekeepers want to come to this particular meeting? I think
2: the bottom line is it will make you appreciate your beekeeping so much more. You'll understand how you fit into the big picture of everything, not just if you're raising honey locally, but how you fit into how bees are raised that, you know, in the country that you, you buy from your, your package, bee suppliers, and your queen breeders, it just gives you a whole picture of what's going on in the United States and how important the honeybee is to the American economy and how proud you can be about it.
1: Yeah, that's really awesome. So Kent, is there anything else you would like to add or let our listeners know about the conference and trade show? The
2: main reason why I think that it's so great for people to attend this is the friends that they form and the beekeepers they get to know from all over the country. And and, and I've formed friendships that when I have questions about beekeeping, even though beekeeping is somewhat local, I can call someone in a different part of the country and say, this has happened. What do you think? Why is this going on? It's the friendships that you develop, the camaraderie you develop through getting together on this national level. And I'll also you know, carry that forward to the state and local levels to why it's so important to be involved in beekeeping organizations on every level.
1: All right. That sounds great. Well, thank you so much, Kent, for sharing this information with us. And I hope that our listeners you know, definitely go to the website, sign up for the conference, and, and we'll hopefully see everyone in January.
0: Yeah, Amy, I guess we can make a shameless plug and say, hey, you and I are going to be there, right? So hopefully we can see a Heck lot of yeah. our two bees and a podcast listeners there, there we at go. the Federation meeting. That's shameless why they should plug. go
1: is to see us.
0: That's right. Well, I wasn't <laughs> saying that, but we'd love to meet you guys. If you're two bees and a podcast listeners, we'd love to meet you there um, at the South Point Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada, five to eight, January 2022 at the American Beekeeping Federation Conference and Trade Show.
2: Thank you so much for having us on.
1: Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening today. We'd like to give an extra special thank you to our podcast coordinator, Chelsea Baca, and to our audio engineer, James Weaver. Without their hard work, two bees in a podcast would not be possible.